Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Live Let Thrive. What is up, Micah? Man, I am chilling, Stevie Stacks. How you doing? Good. You always chilling. Always chilling, man. Always <laughs> chilling. Always coasting it. Just coasting it through life. Chilling. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a little hustling going on too, besides chilling, but it's all good. It ain't a good hustle if it ain't a hustle you can chill on and make money, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> well, welcome everybody to your favorite short-term, mid-term, long-term rental podcast in the world coming at you from Fort Worth and Arlington, Texas. This is episode 280 of Live Let Thrive, and we're still chilling and hustling and all that fun stuff. Let's go, man. Episode 280, the week of Thanksgiving, Turkey Day is coming up, man. So how are things looking on the Stevie Stacks end? Stevie Stacks end, uh, got stuff all over the place. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, you know, we got ups and downs and learning lessons. And I mean, it's a, that's a big question, right? I can't I just, that. yeah, I can't just say like, like someone at work. Hey, how you doing? Oh, great. Doing, doing good. Yeah. No, they, they, Wait, let's talk it, about it. We get digging deep on this show, man. Oh, let's but, go, man. Well, here's here's one thing, you know, if we're gonna just start off talking uh talking topics, we got a lot of topics today, a lot of subjects to, to touch on. Is and I was and it was coming down to the wire on these two uh Houston arbitrages that we had, right? Mm-hmm. And our partners in Houston didn't want to renew the lease. They're they're trying to go up a lot on the rent, and so they're like, now nah, we're just gonna bounce. And um, so now we got a, a problem that many of you arbitragers out there have is what the F to do with all this uh, furniture <laughs> everywhere. Mm. <laughs> and so you go do the, you know, start putting some posts out there in the groups. Like, that's what I did. Uh, hey, you know, we got two uh, townhomes full of furniture. Make us an offer. Well, here's here's a price we think you know we could let it go for. Uh, you can come pick it up, blah blah blah. You know, and, and um, Airbnb in the box. If you want to arbitrage these things, you can do that too. Um, so we got tons of tire kickers because each townhome is like three bedrooms, two and a half baths worth cool. of stuff, right? Yeah, a- a three story townhome. So that, that's a lot of fun too. A- and um, so we got a lot of tire kickers a lot of uh you know people were saying low ballers or trying to make payment arrangements and not paying until january the first payment which which to me i'll touch on this this little cool thing that mike brown taught us uh how am i gonna i'll meet a perfect stranger he's gonna clear out my house of all this furniture and say he's gonna give me five thousand dollars for it okay uh, how do how do I say, okay, just wait till the first payment to January, you know what I'm saying? How do I know that that payment's gonna come? And so that was a a, a big hang up. And, and one thing that Mike Brown told us about was this thing called payit.com, P-A-Y-Y-I-T. We're not sponsored by them. You might call them up and say, hey, throw us some money. But it's it's a it's a it's a um, app where you can like I could send you an invoice, like I, I could sell you my car for 10 grand or whatever, and I could say I accept payments. So I send you the invoice and then you, you it's between you and pay it how you want to pay the invoice. You know what I'm saying? 
they can oh. offer you they can offer you a payment plan. Of course, they're gonna check you out and make sure that you have good payment histories and stuff like that, right? And so they'll set you up with a payment plan at a at an interest rate that you qualify for, and then you start making payments to pay it. Pay it cashes me out. They give me my ten grand. Now, now there's like a three hundred uh, for ten uh, for ten grand. I think it's about it's a five percent processing fee. So. They it, it gives me the option to to pass that on to the seller. You know what I'm saying? So Hell it's yeah. Five hundred dollar processing fee. I could pay it if I wanted to be nice, genuine out of my heart, or I could pass it on to to the buyer, and they could pay that five hundred processing fee plus whatever they work out payment wise with that pay it app. So I think that's a game changer. Mike Brown taught me that. I did. And so that's yeah. So that's why I was out there putting it on the on the site saying I'm selling these arbitrages. You know all this furniture we accept payments and and what people are asking us that well you got to pay through this this app called pay it and so um that opened up more options everybody in the world wants to do payments right they don't want to come out of pocket a chunk of change and, and so um if th this this cool little app gives you that option and um anyways even that being an incentive it was being it's becoming a, a pain to try to get rid of this furniture and, and um, not only with, with me involved, but my partner's down there, my 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 friend Marty. She's like, no, no, we can't just give it away for nothing. We got to get something out of it, all this stuff. So, so I've been dealing with that. Today, someone bought one of the units, all the furniture. So that's good. They're they're picking it up Wednesday. I'm so happy about that. We still got one more unit left. If you're hearing the show, which we're going to be out of there December 1st, hell or high water, right? So if if for some reason you hear this show before then and you want to either pick up arbitrage, which is fully furnished turnkey for five grand, or you want to buy all that furniture, hit me up, hit up Stevie Stacks, you know, it, it's been a grind, but I think I'm going to get it done. We're coming down to the finish line, but I think we're going to get it done. Man, I, I love pay it. I heard Mike talking about it, but I didn't I see how you explained it in depth like that. I definitely see the advantages of that. That's that's actually a great way to sell a car. Honestly, if you could 15000 on a truck, man, and you let them set it up through pay it, and you get so you get cashed out immediately. Mm -hmm. Oh, bro. Yeah, that, that's a game changer right there. I, I wonder how the insurance work, though. Because, well, see, I was always wondering because the, the Pace Morby thing, he always talks about oh, his dude. that That's his favorite, famous story. Pace Morby is the guy that does the subject to buying and selling houses, whatever. But he he talked about, he, he came up with the idea because he had an old truck. I mean, it was still in good shape. He wanted 10 grand for it. Nobody wanted to come out of pocket 10 grand for this older truck. And finally he put, you know, accept payments. And someone, you know, they were pounding on his door to buy the truck, right? Because everybody wants to do payments. I always wondered, and he never talked about it online. How the hell did you accept payments? Somebody drives off with your truck. How do you know he's going to keep sending you payments? You know what I'm saying? And, and so with this payment app, we could sell, you know, higher end stuff yeah. and accept payments. This is because Well, he uses a servicing company. So I was wondering, like, with pay it, like, let's say this person just don't pay these people, man. Like. Is pay that's going on after? them. Yeah, it's that's on, on them? them. They go after them. Yeah. So yeah. they send them to the collections. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's a game changer. I love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember I had a bad joke with everybody. Yeah, I love that, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no bad jokes on this show, only good jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but if they if they send them to the collections, that's what's up. I, I love that all day. I would do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that's hella special for the arbitrage game. You can that's sell. What yeah, you can sell a whole arbitrage. 
The only thing is the people that have to to purchase your stuff through pay it, they have to qualify. You know what I'm saying? So that's they have to have yeah decent credit. You know what I'm saying? Well, that goes back to the point though. If yeah, but someone with bad credit is gonna try to buy your stuff on payments just to you, they probably ain't gonna you pay gotta, your ass anyways, right? Yeah, yeah, they won't pay you anyway. But that goes back to the point: if they gonna send them to collection, well, somebody with bad credit probably don't give a damn, right? But uh, excuse me, but um, I, I don't know. Uh, I think I like it though. I like it. I mean, you want someone with good credit buying your stuff anyway. It's just like these arbitrages I'm trying to sell. Well, I'll want... sell anything to anybody if they pay me cash money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They oh, pay you what? Cash. <laughs> but like in a like, situation where I'm trying to sell off these arbitrages and I might have to still keep my name on the le- or my company's name on the lease, I want somebody with reputable credit. You know what I mean? Mm. You know, uh, I don't know. I don't know about the cash money thing because I don't know. Like if somebody would pay you, say, hey, man, I'll give you six months rent up front, but I got a two a three hundred dollar a three hundred credit score. You like, mm, what this place gonna look like after this six months? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. I don't know though, <laughs> but I like that idea. I like the concept. I love it. So, anyways, dumping arbitrage that's a big um a big problem in our industry, right? And yeah. and, and, you, and you look at it, you know. Hopefully, you get into a place if you're gonna do arbitrage within hopefully within four to six months all the furniture is paid off anyways and you're just profiting the next half of the year or more Mm -hmm. and if you're in a two-year lease you're going to profit for a year and a half so you gotta look at it that way too and that's why um on my end i was like you know we can't be too greedy with this furniture but but uh you know i had partners involved and that's the thing and when you do business with partners it it gets a little it's a little frustrating sometimes right a little tricky a little tricky. <laughs> Get a little tricky. We can't just give it away. Um, and, and so there's this one guy who's really, really trying to work us, man. He's trying to get payments on, on everything. You know what I'm saying? He was, he was, because he, he was gonna pick him up his arbitrages. He was dealing with the uh, the landlords, trying to get terms, trying to get months free, trying to get you know lowered rent. I mean, he was working them from all angles, which is great. It's a great way to to do it, right? But um. He was trying to work us too on the on the furniture, saying, you know, I want to do payments, but I want to start the payments in January. You know, he's, we started talking to him in October, so he wanted it. Of course, Damn. his goal, yeah, I know, his goal was to get enough money and then just pay us with the money he profited from. That's fine, yeah. And, and uh, but what happens if he ain't profiting or he just ghosts yeah. us and he has, you know, Please what do we do? Line. Yeah, what do I do? Go go knock on the door, give me my furniture. Uh, for real, <laughs> or as uh, as um Sean Resigis says that he'll he can't kick out a squatter, but he can remove all the furniture from the place, right? For real. But if they're an experienced squatter, they're always going to leave someone at the house. Come on, man! They ain't let nobody squatter. walk walk into that house. <laughs> Damn! But I'm gonna have to start using that. If I need to sell a truck or something again, I might have to use that one to pay it. That sounds like a really good idea. You know, get cashed out. Then you can go get your truck, a new truck or whatever. And let the collections or whoever pay it handle them. I like that idea, man. Yeah, it's pretty uh, revolutionary for our industry, right? Yeah, and, I, and that's that's what I love about, and I've always said this, man. That's what I love about this industry, man. It's always something new that can help us out. That's gonna come to the light. You always say, it, man, it's the picks, the people selling the picks and the shovels, man. That's where the money is in this industry. Honestly, now we could take it a step further because we we provide housing 
to like a lot of travel nurses, right? Mm-hmm. Or individuals, you know, coming to town, they want to deal outside of Airbnb. A lot of people are always scared to do that, you know. Now, what if you you just sent them a payment? Okay, three months at um, you know, five thousand a month, whatever the price, or just yeah, yeah. a price. That's fifteen grand. Um, go ahead and I'll send you an invoice for the fifteen grand. You can do the payments month by month and pay it. That way, I know I'm gonna get paid because you have iffy credit or whatever. I know I'm gonna get paid my you know for those three months, and then you can set up your payment plan with with pay it. I'll even give you a little discount since it's a good whatever. Whatever you work out with them, at least you know you're getting your full chunk of change with like someone that. with with questionable. I got a couple dings on there. <laughs> Bad credit usually bring rats and roaches. No, I'm playing. Oh, but you. Know- <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking, but no, you can. Uh, that's a good idea. I like that. I like that. Yeah, because you imagine you got your 15 bands up front. You know, get that up front. They're making the payments on it. No. Now, okay. Can you set up pay it? I, I don't know if I would do that because I would just use something like a veil, right? But I wonder if you could set up pay it to where, like, let's say, are they like? Can you set a time limit on it? Because I know it's between them and pay it, but like, what if they want to extend? You know what I mean? They want to extend past three months. They already gave you fifteen grand. What if they're still paying on that fifteen grand? Yeah, maybe that's not a. Uh, maybe their model might not work with the renting the rental industry. Maybe we yeah. come up with something called rented or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's dope though. I like that payment method though. You know what I'm saying? It's a fast way to get some cash and move on. Speaking of cash, I found something cool at one of one of my arbitrages in Grand Prairie at the house over there. Yeah. Uh somebody left behind a gold money gun. <laughs> yeah. And and it has the hundred dollar bills in there. Of course they weren't real, but it has like two of these, you know, those big fat stacks of hundred dollar bills. And of course I had to try it out and I'm shooting shooting money everywhere. And I bring it home and, and my girls saw it. The, yeah. the, the this money gun and you know anybody that knows anything has been on the interwebs has knows what a money gun is usually for right you take yeah. it to the the right club the strip club <laughs> and you make it rain yeah. and, and um <laughs> i'll do it with some fake bills and then just i'd run out of that place but they probably start taking off those stilettos and trying to kill me but anyways <laughs> i i diverge um so yeah my uh, my young my young girls oh what's that uh, can we play with it? They started shooting money everywhere in the living room and the other one dancing around. And I was like, no, okay, give me that back. Give me that back. This is getting out of hand. Um, <laughs> We're going down the rail wrong path for life. They're making snow angels on the ground on this $100 bills, y'all. And oh. I was just like, yeah, no, nah, we ain't having that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Nothing wrong with getting that money, but, with, you know, with decent means, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man, man, man. Always some stuff going on in the short terminal space, man. You found yeah. a money gun. Man, that's what's up, though. Gun. It's so cool. How how you been doing, man? In your man, it's so, journey. It's funny. We before the show, we were talking about uh your boy. We're trying to get these five units off. Trying to sell five units, get out of there. After I get these five units, I'm gonna try to um going heavy on the buying. I've been I've been talking to Jabron and Josh a lot lately. Uh, just coming up with creative ways to buy in Texas. Um, I had my real estate, well, not mine, but my mentor's real estate meetup was this weekend. We were just talking about areas like Grand Prairie, Mansfield, and trying to buy houses out there. Um, 
So that's mainly been it. Just trying to really get into the buying side. The short-term rental side has been good. I'm just really, man, reservations have gone skyrocketed this month. So I'm like, damn, man, these reservations are skyrocketing. I'm like, it makes you want to keep the units. But I'm like, man, I got to get the hell away from arbitrage, man. Um, but, you know, the reservations are up. But um, just really trying to really buy some more units. And, you know, I got some IRA money sitting around. I'm like, man, I really, I don't want to buy nothing on the market because it's like, and especially in Texas, if I do something, buy something that's on the market, it's going to be in Arkansas because it's just, you know, easier to manage a little bit because it's just, a, if the interest rate's 7%, it can still cash flow. So that's mainly it. Find creative ways, trying to find those sub twos and owner finance, man. Send them my way. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, my boy Jabron, he, uh, our friend Jabron, friend of the show, he actually made a good point the other day. We were all talking. He was like, um, and, and another friend of mine, shout out to my guy, um, my guy, uh, Brian, we were at the meetup. They were actually saying, man, there's some risks in sub two that we're not really focusing on, um, which was interesting. I never thought about it. He was like, everyone's doing sub two right now. He goes, but the banks are fine with it because everybody's getting paid. He was like, but if the banks start seeing that in more higher, higher fashion, they might start being like, well, hell no. Well, I don't know. Like he might have, I got to find the text, man. He said, um, I guess he said something about it not being regulated. Let me see. He he made a good point. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. He said, most people don't understand these strategies and will eventually cause regulation for those who do. They're also underwriting their deals liberally, which will eventually cause asset instability, a.k.a. losses. When the numbers fail to make sense, many will say, oh, well, you can sub to owner finance or Airbnb the property to realize an ROI. It's almost equivalent to an agent saying, date the rate, marry the asset. So, yeah, I, I don't know, man. That's an interesting way to look at it, too. You know, because so many people are getting into it. And then, you know, you start having people who, you know, write bad deals. They don't really know how to you know, look at things and see if it cash flows, um, which is an interesting thing. That's why I want to hurry up and get in now. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, you you always say it, oversaturation, oversaturation of sub two. And, you know, I think the oversaturation of midterm rentals is coming too, um, which I don't think is going to affect too many people because I think a lot of people are too Airbnb dependent. But, yeah, it was mm. an interesting conversation we had. It happens in every industry, man, oversaturation. Mm -hmm. And the but Go ahead. No, no, that, that sub two stuff's interesting. Uh, you go ahead. What are you gonna say? Yeah, you said um, um, about sub two. You know, just things being oversaturated, and you talked about midterm rentals being oversaturated. And uh, I don't, I don't know. Like it's interesting to see. I do think in any business, the strong always survive. The well, the people who are well prepared and planning, they always survive. That's what it seems like. Um, cause I, I'm interested cause when two weeks, the ban goes into effect in Dallas. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited about it just to see what's going to happen. <laughs> cause like this month, I'm like, damn, this is like second straight month. I'm like, boom, boom, they're hitting. But I'm like, let's see what's, how this is going to work out. Cause it's going to get interesting. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I told you my wife works for a particular city, mm -hmm. um, in the DFW. So, uh, this city, I actually found out. They don't have short-term rental regulations. I'm like crossing my fingers that it doesn't turn into Arlington. They don't have short-term rental regulation, but 
they do take money, their tax money straight from Airbnb. I'm oh. like, man, yeah, it's interesting. I'm like, damn, this has got Arlington written all over it. So, well, does didn't Plano you know, have a thing? Would have a yeah. agreement with Airbnb? Yeah, but they got yeah the, hot, the brothel. Got, the brothel took them down. Yeah, <laughs> brothels took them down. Yeah, so Plano. You know, the, the big difference with with um make automatically makes me think of that city. Okay, because I remember a lot of our friends that were on the on the Arlington fight live in that city. That city. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully. <laughs> They keep it cool, you know. I don't know, man. Like, I, I got we got okay. So you know, I manage a unit over in this city, right? And we got a weird message. This guy sends us a message on Airbnb. It said, "Hey, there's like ten cars out in front of your house." And I'm like, "Am I at this point in time?" They sent the message, but we had like a midterm rental against them, insurance gliding there. So I'm like, "Uh." No, and then my the uh, the owner of the house, you know, she's on the Airbnb side. She says she texts and she goes, "I don't think we have no cars." She's like, "I looked at the cameras, there's no cars." I'm like, "I think this guy's fishing for information." So I have my, I had them reply like, "No, we don't have anything like that." And he goes, "Oh, well, you must be the one on this street." So he's like hitting up these Airbnb people trying to find out where they I'm like, oh, that's what he's doing. So, and then we found out today, you know, my wife came home. She was like, yeah, there's no regulations there. But she was like, like, so if someone does, she was like, but the citizens are allowed, are reporting it. You know what I mean? Because they talked about it today. But this time we got somebody on the inside. So we're good. You know, so <laughs> shit goes sideways. You're ready to roll. <laughs> So we're ready to roll, but she, you know, wife was giving the breakdown. She was like, "Yeah, there ain't no, uh, she's like, there's no regulations. Those people are reporting it though." And I'm like, "I need to go back and find that dude's information because yeah, he was like hitting people up, asking them, oh, are, are, do you operate on this street?'" I'm like, the "Hell, like some weird type tactic shit." I'm like, "But, but, yeah." So every city's got to deal with it, you know what I mean? But yeah, it's, it's always those people who he's probably some older dude just fishing board on the internet. You know, I've I've gotten those messages before from like someone in a, in the complex apartment complex, oh, really. But they'll they'll straight up, they'll straight up send uh, uh like a request like all the way out like okay right now we're in November they'll send like a request for July they want to stay a week in July or something you know far out so they can cancel like it. and I'm like I'm like yeah what's this uh it was not. It's it's more of a asking a question, but they have the okay. dates and you know what I'm saying inquiry, yeah. but it's not like a they're trying to book, you know. Okay. And, and so um, and so so the, I'll see the message and it's a long message. Hey, so and so, you know, is making a lot of noise in your place and oh. blah blah blah. You know, Lister, I know you're doing that Airbnb, but and it's cool, but can you just please have them, you know, keep it down? I think they have an you know, whatever. So I get a, we get someone that's messaging yeah. like that at the place, you know, I've so, got, uh, <laughs> see, they're savvy enough to find you. Um, yeah, they're savvy enough to find you. I know, I know. I just recently re, um, Oh, in, in Grand Prairie, I just recently re-upped cause the year, the year expired in Grand Prairie. They charge like, like 450 bucks each year to, to renew your, your permit. Right. And uh -huh. so, and so I met with the, the code enforcement. They have to, you have to do it all from scratch again. You know what I'm saying? 
So I met with the code enforcement over there. He's a cool dude. I, I know him by my name, you know, because we had like four houses already over there. And, um, and he just asking me questions. He had to check the fire, the, you know, the fire detector, the smoke detectors. And and um, he did ask for a carbon monoxide one. And he checked that, you know, we had one there, but I didn't know that was like a thing now. Uh, and so, you know, and he checked the maps, you know, he's supposed to make a map of all the exits out of the house and all that shit, you know. And so, <laughs> and so one, he, um, one thing he said, okay, you need to make a map of the parking. But you have to put on there uh, no curb parking uh, or you will be fined or something like that. You know, he he had to make this statement and put it inside the 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 map of the parking of the driveway. Right. Mm. You can't park in the oh, you can't park on the curb and you can't cover the um, sidewalk. So, you know, how part of your driveway is sidewalk. Mm -hmm. Everybody's in this everybody's neighbor's parks over yeah. that shit right <laughs> like yeah, no, that's impossible to... <laughs> that's it that's you can't crazy. fit all your cars and that and not cover that thing but anyway it's for airbnbs it's a little more a bit more strict right yeah and and so no he's a cool dude and all and he was just saying because like um because I, I said you know I, I put in for the um i said two of my houses are still like on long-term tenants right there's still yeah. long-term tenants there so they're not going to be, I'm not going to need to re-up the, you know, they've expired, right, during their long-term stay. But I said, you know, they're not leaving till like January. So I don't really need to redo it in November, do I? And he said, oh, okay, which ones were they? And and, and he wrote them down. He said, yeah, I'll just, I'll just put it on the on the database that those are long-terms right now. He said, just don't advertise them as, as short-terms anymore because that'll that'll uh, trigger our system yeah yeah it'll it'll send a, an alert to all my officers and i was like you know no they're on it goes right now they're, they're still on the sites but i have them at 31 days plus because i'm just you know I'm, i got this long stay and so um i guess they're still using software that that shoots some alerts if these properties that don't have permits are are doing Most under clients. 30 31 days in grand prairie for some reason yeah. And so, uh, but he's really cool about it. He said, yeah, you can just wait till they leave and then I'll come over there and inspect those houses and we can get them short term again. And I have a question on that. When when you do have like an insurance client in there, are you going into like Airbnb and setting your calendar up for 30 plus days after that? With those, yeah, with those I did because they expired because huh? they were going to expire and, and not, yeah. Okay. But I always do like, you know, if they say they're leaving December 15th, I always put it at least one month extra. I block off an extra month just so they'll have, you know, they can book that extra month afterwards. You know what, though, Steve, you might be on to something, man. If if we do have people stay in midterm, right, instead of maybe we should be putting our calendar to 30 plus days. So then when someone does want to rebook, because I always block mine off, too, because um. I only block, I only keep it open if they don't give me a 30 day, if they give me a 30 day notice, then I open it. But if they don't, I block it. Right. right. It might be a good idea to just put 30 days only for that time period, just 30 days only while they're in there. And then once it gets start getting ticking kind of close, open it back up. That's mm. a good idea. I never thought to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You might That's get some idea. bites on that. Because I mean, some long stays. Yeah. yeah, because I, I heard Airbnb like, um, like let's say someone is looking for 30 plus days. 
I've heard that they do rank those people higher. And that's how a lot of people are able to get 30 plus days because they're in that category of, hey, you can only stay 30 plus days, right? And also that also limits their calendar to where no one's booking them. I think you talked about that a couple episodes ago, right? They're not mm. getting the book for a week next month because the calendar's 30 plus days. So they're more likely yeah. to appear in that search. Hmm. Yeah, because we we have some that are strictly you know thirty days plus rentals, right? And and it always seems like when it it's a little nerve wracking, but it seems like always yeah. like a couple weeks away, someone will finally book a long stay. You yeah. know what I'm saying before that one ends. And I'm cool with it because even if the ones that and it's happened before, we're like, oh, can we extend? I'm like, yeah, someone already booked it. You know, you should have. You told us you weren't going to extend. You didn't let us know, but. I'm yeah. still happy anyway. I mean, it sucks for them, but I'm still happy anyways because I already got another three month booking after that instead of just maybe a one month extension. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah, I so, like that because yeah. it's funny. Someone just said before before we hopped on the cast, someone texted us saying, "Hey, can I extend the insurance guy?" <laughs> Speaking of the insurance, the uh, insurance client, right? By the way, this dude's like some high end guy at like American Air- American Airlines or one of them uh, works oh. for work, but he's like. Makes like two two hundred thousand dollars a year doing something. Well, I don't know what he does. Kissing um, ass, huh? Kissing ass. <laughs> he kissed his ass. <laughs> he kissed his ass the way to the top. But so, uh, so the other day he texted me because uh, any of my direct people they can text my um our uh our line right. So he texts the line, and I, he goes, "Man, my car got stolen." I'm like, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> So the first thing I do when I hit up our boy Mike Brown, I'm like, Mike, bro, we got to get the hell out of these units, man. I'm like, it's like the place is a, it's dead at night. It's a cemetery at night. It's all this parking available. So they kicked out a bunch of people. But there's people who complain like, yo, this ain't the best neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? It's one, one of them type of units, right? You know, far north Dallas, and it ain't in far north Dallas no more. It's something else, you know. But <laughs> so the dude texts, he says, my car got stolen. So I'm like, damn, man. So I chat GPT up a message real quick, shot it back out to him. He's like, oh man, thank you, thank you. I chat GPT the message to the management complex, shot that out to him, matter of second. So I love chat GPT. So boom, they're they're all looking for they he texts me back probably like four hours later. He's like, Man, I'm sorry, man. I got my car back. I'm like, man, what happened? He goes, they towed it. <laughs> he was like, I didn't <laughs> use the parking pass you gave me. I was like, damn. So I have to tell him like Mike, yeah, never mind, never mind. I'm like, we're good. Yeah, so always something, man. Always something. Because we have people had people getting their cars stolen at this complex. I had a person get their car stolen, person get their car broken into. Oh, had a person man. a couple people get their car towed, and then one person actually got their car um the what's it called? They took it off. What's the little thing that everybody's making money off of with the car? Oh, the good c- catalytic, catalytic converter. converter. Yeah, man. <laughs> you see the people out like of a hot rod. Yeah, bro. You see them people out of Houston had $14.1 million worth of catalytic converters in their backyard. Crazy. Bro, that's crazy. <laughs> I forgot how long they got, but it was like eight people, man. They had a ring going on, man. So, yeah. Hide your catalytic converter, man. God, Lee, I like to get my hands on one shit. Your car be sounding like a hot rod after they cut that thing off. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's just crazy. My buddy got his Bro. stolen. Broad daylight from his job, man. Man. He went he went to one lunch with some buddies, came back, and his thing was gone. Well, he didn't know until he oh. turned his car on to drive home. Freaking loud as hell. You but know in, crazy. insurance pays for it. So I mean he's not, you know, sucks for a little bit, but insurance covers that shit. I know. And the crazy part is uh I'll be watching TikTok, man. 
They was up here at the Grand Prairie Mall, just like masked up. They were masked up, pulling them bits. They were doing it fast too. They they hop out the car with the with the drill, zoom, 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 off, went off, get going to the next. Hopped in the car, pulled them in the car, rolled out. I'm like, dang, these people need to be working for NASCAR. What the hell y'all doing out here? Still in catalytic conversions. <laughs> Man, my um that reminds me. Over in old trophy club, you know, kind of like a high end neighborhood over there. Uh, mm-hmm. around Keller, oh, like yeah. south of De- you know, Keller's over there. high end, yeah. yeah trophy. trophy club's pretty high end over there. Mm-hmm. And uh, my buddy, my buddy used to live well, he still lives there in a different house, but he used to live at this one house. And um, at night, man, they stole the tires off all these cars down the block, man. They just went, knocked oh. them all out, dude. And, and, and so, and so he got he. <laughs> He went to the to to his truck in the in the morning. He had like kind of a big you know truck, and that thing was sitting on pebbles. Man, they left this shit on pebbles. <laughs> I guess they stacked yeah. a couple bricks. And oh yeah, leave rocks. your shit on bricks, man. And then they just yeah. they just took the air out. <laughs> took those fuckers, man. And, and uh, but they hit up the whole sleep. It's like a little sleepy neighborhood. They hit up that whole street, man. This is I think this is right before before ring cameras were everywhere. But either way, you know, that not that you're gonna catch anybody with that, but man, they hit know, the whole man. street, man. Took all their tires. Man, I remember this is back when I uh, first got out of when I was first uh when I first left the northwest, you know, I went back to Arkansas and I was with my uncle in the hood. We lived in southwest Little Rock. We lived in the hood, man. And this dude, what well, a dude down the street, he had these big ass 30 inch rims on a fucking Chevy, man. Big ass 30, bro, sitting up high, right? Man. <laughs> One of them young kids came out there one night, took that shit, had his shit sitting on bricks, had them 30-inch rims gone, bro. He came oh. out of the house hot. Bro. Oh, damn. I was like, damn, bro, they took your shit over here. So uh, he got his, he ended up buying some new ones, and then he, he took his car and put it in the back. So <laughs> he had to hide it, so he put it in his mom's backyard, covered it up, so they can't go stealing them. <laughs> they know there was no more. <laughs> Got everything in my mama name now, but yeah. <laughs> uh, back in cool, the day, a cool coincidence though. Like, uh, like a few days later, man, I, I on Craigslist, I found some badass rims over in around Trophy Club <laughs> <laughs> for a good price too. Nah, they weren't on Trophy Club. They were out here at uh, what's it called at Trader's Village, man. <laughs> Jimmy, I got some rims just like you used to have. Jeez. Yeah, the funny story about that is like that's how I started coming to Dallas, man. So like my homeboy used to always buy have rims. And my uncle used to tell us, he's like, man, you know, you can just shoot out five hours to Dallas. This is a place called Trader Village, man. They got everything for cheap. They're like, you can go get some 26-inch rims for like 800 I'm like, man, ain't no way in hell, man. You get no 26-inch rims. I mean, he was like, all four of them. I'm like, man, hell no, nah, right? So we, you know, we want find we we drove there. We were down here one weekend. We're like, let's. I call my uncle. I'm like, man, what was that place you're talking about? He's like, Trader's Village. We get out there, man. I was like, I'm like, yeah, all this shit fell off the back of a truck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking. They had everything, man. You can go to Trader's Village, get 26 inch rims, brand new stereo system, everything for under a 1500. I was like, oh yeah, this shit. Is <laughs> as 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 pretty Tony would say, I bet that car out there hotter than a firecracker right now. <laughs> Oh man, sorry, we didn't got off touch. <laughs> Go watch the Mac, y'all. It's a good it's, it's, it's instructional business video movie. 
<laughs> oh man, funny times, man. Yeah, but... ain't nothing but a car thief. Car thief. Oh man, pretty Tony. Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> we got off track. Um Sorry about that, y'all. Back to the Thanksgiving, man. And you mentioned you yours are yours are booking like crazy. And yours are two bedrooms, right? Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, my two bedrooms and up are doing really well for the holidays. But the one bedrooms, man, they're not they're not doing very well right now. So really? I'm I mean yeah. I know why. Because the family comes to town, right? There you go. They don't want us all cram into a one bedroom. So yeah, one bedrooms. There, to, I guess you don't have to jack up the prices on the holidays for one bedroom. This is a badass condo. I don't know, man. But mine, mine ain't doing so hot. I mean, they're doing just regular. You know, I thought they'd be like, oh, holidays, people coming to town. No, they, they're not gonna. Like yeah. I said, it's families traveling right now. Yeah, and that's that's interesting. You say that. See, um, one good play we should definitely start, and we got to be really, really on top top of this. So, like, we know in holidays, one bedrooms aren't going to book, right? Like, thir- Thanksgiving, um, now they might book for New Year, but they might not be the guest you want. Uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and all that. We might want to just, like, go hard on midterms during that time, bro. Especially on, like, one bedrooms. I don't have any, but that's what I would suggest to you. Just, like, start in October. Like, hey, we know family travel's about to go up. Let's start pushing for these one bedrooms to get booked for the next three months. Mm. You know, you might even want to look at Make sure you're profiting, but just discount one to a nurse for three months. Take the hit. At least you're making money. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would discount one for three months, like especially during like this time. I don't know. How does that look for you? And and I've always been like that. Is, I mean, even if, let's just say the slow season, even if you got them fully booked, but you're losing a couple hundred bucks a month or a hundred bucks a month, I'm cool with that as long as on these hot months I'm making, you know, a thousand, fifteen hundred a month. It's cause to me it's a whole one year is like a whole portrait, you know, the whole picture. Yeah. So yeah, there's a couple months you might be, you know, even losing money a few months as long as you keep it like, you know, full, that's cool too. It's just a different you, you can't just look at it. Oh, I lost money one month. Yeah, but you made five thousand dollars that other month, remember? You know, it all it's all part it's of it. Yeah, yeah, for real, man. Yeah, because I like that idea. Like, just, you know, put a, try a nurse in there. You know, they are already cheap. So, uh, so maybe. Yeah, that yeah. And they're not as, um, it's not like COVID time. This is it's a lot less of them, man. Um, really? It's like, a... go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. About, about the Yeah, nurse. I was going to say, are you not seeing them as much on Furnish Finder? No, no. Not like before. Yeah. Not like before. I'm seeing a lot of other business type founders or or sometimes a family, but not yeah, but not like before, man. Yeah, because I'm pulling up mine. There's like the tenant leads I get. These are usually just like people coming for business. Like I think they've I think Furnish Finder's done a good job of like really expanding out its clientele. Um, like I even had one person say, Hey, we're looking for a place for two people. We'll each pay sixteen hundred. So I hopped all over that. I'm like, oh shit, for real. So uh, the business travel, like people traveling as groups, that works out perfect, you know? Mm. Yeah. Because even the two bedrooms where people are traveling as a small family, that works. I'm Next year, I might think about, I, I might start decorating my places for Christmas. I remember I've always been against that in the past, but I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, just have some like standard, like seasonal pictures for each season. I'm thinking about doing that. Hmm. Interesting. Become like Starbucks, right? Yeah, there you go. They, they're they're on top of that. They kill it with that. So, the, so the big story 
in the str world and i i like to i like to be the one to say i kind of helped propel this story it was already a story but i sent it to our group first right uh to our little uh whatsapp group oh, it's the story about taylor swift the taylor swift uh new orleans concert you hear about that no no no. i didn't even know you put it in the group go ahead yeah that was a, a while a few days ago okay but what happened was this this person booked a place right and um to go see taylor swift you know going to new orleans and mm -hmm. um she got a decent price or whatever but then as after the fact the host realized oh shit taylor swift's coming to town that weekend and she called told the guests called the guest up say hey uh you got to cancel and you go why you got to cancel you know well the prices are too low i, I gotta raise them she says she tried to charge her i'll still let you book but it's gonna be this this amount and it was like three times what she already paid for and she's you know it went back and forth because i'm not going to cancel this and that you know told airbnb and i'm sure this that that host is in hot water now especially since it made the 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 national news and shit right so yeah. of course i told mike brown mike brown did a post on it and, and then uh, uh sean received after mike brown put his sean put a big post on it and he's done a, a few reels on how to get you know maximize your profits legally without doing some shady stuff like that you know because that, that i'm sure oh, it's all gonna be shady it's just you don't get in trouble for it <laughs> i already know what i would have done i already know what i would have done i would have just been like the plumbing problem there you go ah <laughs> oh, man we got a leak house is down for three months open up that second listing <laughs> <laughs> oh man, these people are thinking we're horrible, but I ain't never done that, but I've seen people do it. So I <laughs> wink wink. <laughs> no, I mean, there's plenty of legal ways on Airbnb. I mean, now, oh shit. You know, you uh the, the Airbnb took away that thing for them about bribing for uh for um for reviews, man. So basically, uh I guess I think I told the story. Like a guest asked me for money. I said no, because I had no pictures. They left a one-star review immediately after I said no for the money. I called Airbnb multiple times, and they said, well, we can't take it down. It's the guest experience. I'm like, she asked for money in your <laughs> system. He was like, yeah, but we can't prove that she was uh, trying to be bribed. I was like, I, she asked for money. I said no. I said, where's the pictures? Nothing. So... Like, I think we talked about it last week. They're going, going towards the guests for a while till the hosts get pissed off and they'll hop back on the host side. I think that's how they play in it. I mm. think that's how Airbnb plays. And it works. You know, we all get our money. You know, they they pay us in money. We bend over backwards for them and uh, get screwed in the long run. <laughs> you know, but it, is, it works. Style, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was going to ask you this. Yeah, because because um, for some reason, TripAdvisor isn't linking with uh, with our with our pricing software, you know, and so we pricing prices higher on TripAdvisor because of the because of that fact. It's not it's not syncing up with Hospitable or um, or what's some well, actually we we can put them in there in Hospitable. But it's not linking up with uh with our price lab software or anything like that. So there's been occasions when they're trying like gonna book Christmas, right? For 
I mean, it's not a, it's not a high price. Like we have it on the other, you know, Airbnb, VRBO, whatever. And they're getting it at a lower price. And we're like, what the hell, you know, in my VAs are catching it. it goes, no, don't accept that or cancel that one. Because I guess there's no, there's no real penalty right now on TripAdvisor for you um, declining people or canceling people, stuff they, like that. They and, do have an acceptance rate, but go ahead. Yeah. You have an acceptance rate. But it's been these these bookings have been coming through like someone trying to book New Year's. If you want to have yourself a party house, I mean, TripAdvisor all day. They don't get that uh, Airbnb, you know, rules where you can't book on Halloween or you can't book on New Year's one night. You know, if you want to have yourself a party house, it's all TripAdvisor all day. But um, anyways, so it's not syncing up. I thought you might know something about that, how to how to get it to sync. I don't. Well, I don't have hospitable, right? So what you have to do is you're gonna have to get with hospitable because hospitable is the one pushing it out to trip. Your 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 link is between hospitable and TripAdvisor, right? Mm-hmm. So you gotta get with hospitable because hospitable should be able to push it out to TripAdvisor. So me, with the PMP that I use, they push all my pricing directly from Price Price Labs pushes it to my PMP. My PMP pushes it to the rest of the channels to Airbnb, TripAdvisor. Well, I don't I don't get pushed to TripAdvisor because I have the same issue because I I don't have 15 properties with them. So on mine with my PMP, you can use TripAdvisor. You can use my PMP. And if you have 15 properties, it'll automatically push it to TripAdvisor. So it's, you got to get with hospitable on that. So you got to let them work out the kinks, man. You got to be patient with them and let them work out the kinks. Yeah. And you have guesty, right? Uh, I have one that I'm not going to say. Oh. <laughs> not getting paid. Well, so I use one. Okay, okay, no worries. Uh, <laughs> Hell no, so, I ain't using no damn guesty. I'll tell you that. No, but no, nah. <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, coming full circle here, we're talking about you know saturation and every and every part and every aspect of this business, right? Even guru saturation, guru saturation right now. I'm never protesting, you know, saying that we're we are gurus you know we we're in the space we we live it breathe it we've been what's a guru advice for a, a guru is someone that sells you shit not a guru or it's just a salesman. <laughs> yeah exactly what's the difference I, the funny that, thing is i saw a at the tony robbins event i saw someone y'all would call a guru who has a lot of short-term rental airbnb commercials i ain't gonna say his name but he was there i'll tell you off air Okay. He, he tried to get on the podcast, but yeah, I'll uh, yeah, go ahead. No. <laughs> so, so the guru space is pretty saturated. Um, midterms, like you said, saturated. Short terms, that's done, been saturated. Um, but it always goes back to this, and and like who got who got rich during the gold rush? We always we always talk about that, right? Yeah, it's the people selling the picks and the shovels, and and so. I've um and you've helped me come up with some good ideas. Like for example, you asked the other day, where do you go to find people that that can go check on your cleanings, right? You want to have like a QA, QC, whatever quality control, and um, so I like you know I like to go to GoDaddy and I was like, I started me a little website, <laughs> and 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 um so my news in town this month, and, and you know I said you know what. I'm going to start this website. If people, if you want to, cause he's been doing, he's doing a bit a few of the cleanings himself and going in there and checking out our places, making sure they're all good, doing fixes. He fixed, you know, those, those uh, stupid doors on the rollers that you, that always 
jack up. You know what I'm saying? Oh, those yeah. those old school that folding yeah. doors and the closet doors that always come off, off the rails. Yeah. Oh my god, I hate those things so much. I but pulled all the shit out. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> all those old houses have them and so he went and repaired one of those today he's doing all these things you know and um i'm like well, you gave me that idea i was like well while you're here well, i'll start up this little this little company you know i'm calling it cleaning cleaning checker.com and um and you can go check out some people's cleanings to see how it is and and it's just coming up with ideas like because there's so many airbnb there's so many strs mtrs you know all this stuff and but and then remote hosts uh, re- yeah remote hosts remote um yeah remote airbnb remote everything so they can't go and check on these cleanings and so until they won't know until they get dinged on a cleaning like oh they didn't do this or whatever they didn't watch this whatever but if you that's why every single company you could imagine does qc Q, mm-hmm. qa qc whatever you oh, want sure QI. Called, yeah every company does it right Mm-hmm. And any and, and every almost every company does like secret shoppers at their business, and they're always trying to. You, you got to keep eyeballs on your business, right? Yep. It's any where the cat's away, the mice will play. I mean, and and so so I'm I'm gonna test the waters with that, see how it goes. And and another another website I own, Trash B and B. You know, I'm gonna go forward with that too because they're still not a hundred percent. You know. Uh, answer for people with houses that that need a trash to be taken away and and, and dumped somewhere. You know, what I'm saying that it's not they don't want to pay hundreds of dollars to the big companies to do it, whatever. So I've, I'm these peripherals. I'm really because there's so much saturation right now in all these different levels, and we're not trying to scare you from doing it, but you got to figure out different plays in this game. You know, to stay in the game, you can't just let's just say you're a soccer player and you and you can only kick the ball. You know. <laughs> from 10 yards away with your right foot you gotta you gotta learn how to do other skills too or a basketball player you're just gonna play offense like harden uh you, you gotta learn other skills <laughs> and he's losing his shit at that Let me... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and so um it's just you gotta learn different skills right skill sets you gotta learn different things in business and, and so I'm, I'm trying these different peripherals and and because I mean, why not? We're in the industry. We know people, and we can we can we can relate. We've done it. We got our hands dirty doing this business. So, so I thought, you know, I'm starting these things on the side to see see if I can help out. You know, take advantage of the saturation. There's yeah. there's going to be a lot of problem people with problems. I'm trying to solve these problems for them. You want to go in on that QAQC? Holler at me because I um after you after I posted in the groups because I posted in a few groups. Um, I found I just posted it on LinkedIn and I'm getting some pretty good hits off of it. I messed up and said it's a remote position. Didn't realize it needs to be considered on site so people in that area can do it. Um, but I found a way to you can get a lot of applicants doing that. So yeah, man. Um I'm, I'm I like that idea too, because if if you don't want to control the cleanings, how about you control the assurance of them? Then you can it's gonna sound messed up, but you really could start doing that, and then like like how okay how the city does it right. The city had the city knows every single business that has a store any any place that has a storefront right, and they all have ratings that it's public information, but most people don't look at it. They have a rating for their kitchen. Like you've seen most people's ratings for their kitchens, you probably wouldn't eat there, but it's public information. People just don't look at it right. So how about we had a QAQC for clean for cleanings. And then we know which cleaning companies are the best and which ones are mid-tier. It's just like the Better Business Bureau. 
mm-hmm. for cleaning companies. I would love to have that. Then the good ones rise to the top. The shitty ones, you know, take that dive down. Because you're one of your biggest complaints has always been, man, the the head cleaner comes in, do an excellent job. They send the backup, and they just don't do as well. So you know, <laughs> it, and let that be the cleaning reputation. I like that idea, man. I love it. You know, get a QAQC in there. The Mike and Steve list. Oh man, the LLT list. <laughs> LLT list. Oh man. Now we gotta talk after the show. <laughs> For real, man. See, I like that cleaning list. I'm writing that one down. So I'm always, yeah, I'm always thinking of how we can head do you love that B2B all day, Micah. Yeah. So man, like if you could if we had like a way to like because hosts, we don't have time to sit there and rate cleaners. We either hiring them or letting them go. But if there was like a database where we'd be like, yo, these are the good cleaning companies. They show up every time. Boom, boom, boom. You Then you can start putting the bad one. I don't want to do this, but you put the bad ones out of business. Simple as that. That's what, man. Ooh, man. Those those things are powerful. Those uh, like the Angie's List or or the mm-hmm. even uh, what are the ones that, that you for the restaurants and all that stuff? What are those ones that? Uh... Uh. I don't know. I know there's the better, better business borough, Angie's list. Yelp. 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 Yeah. Yelp. Yeah. Go ahead. Cause I went scorched earth. I'm sure you've done it too. I, I most, I mean, I'll leave good reviews where good reviews are, are warranted. Right. Yeah. But, but this, um, this company that we used to have the American home shield used to have all of my houses, you know, they stopped paying out. They, you know, they, they're charging me a hundred bucks a month and then they they charge you a hundred bucks to come out and then they deny everything. That's what, that's where their business model went to. Right. So I was yeah. like, why am I paying for this? You know, all this money I'm paying for you guys. And then when I pay you to come out, I could have fixed it with, with my handyman, you know what I'm saying? And, and so, and y'all kept denying, denying, denying. And so they sent one the last straw, they sent some dude out and, and I was at work, you know, my, my wife was here. And she could see out the window where, you know, he went in there and he was kind of young kid. He was rude, disrespectful. And he went out there and he took apart the, you know, unplugged the AC, you know, or turned the, you know, you take the, um, uh, what's it called? The thing out. So the electricity, <laughs> or, yeah. the, the few, whatever the hell, yeah. the, take the thing out and it turns off the AC. And he like, he looked at it. I think he opened it. He might've opened it and just looked at it. And then he left, <laughs> left everything like that. Right. He let yeah. this is middle of summertime, hot as hell. And this was the previous summer. So this summer, you know, yeah, yeah this summer would kill everybody. But the last summer was a little, it was hot as fuck. It's Texas, but it was a little more tolerable, but it was still hot as fuck. And, and, and um, so he just left it like that. And I was just trying to call him their their you know, their number goes straight to the Philippines. They don't have, they, yeah, I'm serious. They, you know, they don't have any like office front, nothing. This, this company that American Home Shield came to check out my stuff. Finally got a hold of, uh, I guess, Home Show to say, "Oh yeah, they denied it. They said they said it was your your fault because it's broken. Whatever, you know how they say it." And, and I'm like, "He didn't even." I said, "This dude didn't even look at it, you know. He just left it all like that apart, and he left the you know the breaker thing off, and he just and, and you know at least we got some kind of cooling going on. It wasn't 100, percent but he left my my family like that. You know, I was pissed, dude." Huh. I went on Scorched Earth. I went on the Angie's List. I went on BBB. I went on Yelp. I went on anything I could find, and I said I blasted this company. I told I told Home Show to send someone else, and of course that other companies they were nicer, but they denied it too. 
And so when I went scorched earth and I, I just lit them up on this review and Bro. my title of my review is like, do not let home shield send these guys out. And I told them their play is just to deny everything. Cause they get the money from home shield and they nope. don't want to fix nothing. So that's their whole play. Cause a lot of companies don't even mess with home shield. They won't even go out on home shield. Cause they're, they're just going to, they're not going to get no money. But I, I saw it's an opportunity for someone to make a freaking storefront or a online online air conditioner spot that they don't plan on on fixing nothing, and they'll just work with Home Shield the whole time and just go out to everybody's house and deny everything. That's a smart freaking play, right? For but real? I blasted them on on Home Shield. Um, I blasted them, dude. And there's so many likes and comments after me, and they got like one star, half the lowest stars on everything, man. But I just went scorched earth on these fools. Hope I put them out of business. Oh, American Home Shield just got blasted on our next door app. That's why when you were talking yesterday, some dude went off on Home Shield. They were talking about how bad the can't. Now, what's really bad because you know I, I canceled like five houses, right? They're Me horrible, too. man. They try to they try to uh, stick you to the contract, man. They're like, well, we can't really cancel. There's a there's a hundred dollar cancellation fee for every month. I'm like, man, fuck you, getting shit. <laughs> First of all, first of all, they said it probably like, well, we cannot do a cancel. Sir. No, I'm not sorry. Sorry. I'm just saying. No, that wasn't even, I was trying to do a Filipino accent. But anyways, I fucked it up. You know, we keep it real. Anyways, yes. So that's what, you, they're just reading scripts. You know, I'm not trying to be a certain way, but they're just reading scripts. They're from not from this country. And that's fine. But they're not trying to help. They just read exactly what the script from Home Shield says. Deny everything. Home Shield's trash. And, and just yeah, they're trash. I haven't found another good one. That I mean, I haven't found. Oh, one. I, I, I think I think they're all a ripoff at this point. If you got a good handyman, you know that's all yeah. you need. For so you think about it. Five houses. You're paying five hundred bucks a month for the service, Basically. right? So you know something's gonna fall apart. Usually, if you have a good handyman, he's gonna fix it for a few hundred bucks. Fact. So. <sighs> Home anyway. I agree. <laughs> and that was me telling everyone to do it. It was working for a long time. Maybe they got too many customers. No, yeah, they they yeah. Cause they, they, they just couldn't service because they were good, they were good for me for like two years, man. Then everybody started getting them or something. And then I'm like, they did they started screwing me. I'm like, okay, I gotta get out, man. Fuck home shield. Ain't no Probably the investors gave him some calls. Hey, bro, quit approving all these fixes, man. We need to get we need to make that oh, money. You know? Could be, man. Could be. <laughs> yeah they're, they're horrible man they're horrible because they they were a good like solution to like if you needed something fixed quick and it just kind of failed out failed out for sure mm. so this has been yeah, we're over an hour now but it was a good it's a great show so far um i was gonna say uh well i guess we kind of touched on it we we're saying the art of buying and selling arbitrages but we kind of touched on that because of the hey. furniture side but um, that's a business, man. That was another a side business, you know, that is the, is dealing with all the Airbnb furniture, you know, Airbnb furniture exchange, you know, that's another one I'm starting. So I don't know. I'm sure there's, there's other like Facebook groups out there and stuff like that, but there's so much of this thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of furniture. That's just, yep. people don't know what to do with, you know what I'm saying? And here's the problem because Airbnb is getting into the game. They're listening to a guru and saying, oh, just order all your shit. And they're going to take it over there. They're going to install it for you. You know, they want people want easy, right? Mm -hmm. People, people want to hit that easy button. They're going to spend a lot more money. But if if you have some kind of service like a dealing with the used furniture where you're getting it for dirt cheap or nothing, you know what I'm saying? 
a lot of these junkers, they charge you money to go take the junk out of your house. You, you, you want to get rid of, right? Yeah. So, so if you, if you're compiling, you know, some, some decent furniture and you can go install it at someone's Airbnb for a fraction of the price and still make good money. You know, there's, there's some, there's a business there because it's a lot of furniture. Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's money to be made in that, you know, selling the used furniture. Some people even rent and use furniture. <laughs> that's, that's next level. Yeah. Renting used furniture, selling it. Um, It's a lot of, it's a lot of picks and shovels that are still out there, you know, um, even the handyman thing. You remember, remember that app that that we tried to use. Um, they charge you by the hour, but if you need a handyman, he'll come immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, was, like... Yeah, that app, but it kind of fell to the wayside. It, yeah, yeah, because I had a guy. He was came out, looked at something, and left, and I was like, <laughs> hell no, man. So, you know, being that guy, the middleman, trying to get the end user, it, it, it's hard sometimes, but. Yeah, but there's still a lot of good opportunities out there, you know, like these cleaning companies that hire randos from in front of Home Depot to do the cleanings for you. And then, <laughs> you know, don't take responsibility for anything and then try to charge you for every nickel and dime you for every damn thing. So it's a lot of stuff that needs to come, you know, come to fruition with the short term rental space. And I think we'll eventually get there. But mm. the trash thing's huge too. Cause um uh I I've been having my cleaners just take the trash to the curb right when they get there um said when they leave just take it to the curb but if it you know sometimes it does have to trip to sit out of past trash day but you know that if you had like a trash bnb like you said that'd be perfect for it you know trash bnb another one you know it, it might not it seems like it might be something effective at your place if there were still a lot of cars in the parking lot right <laughs> that one yeah. that people got towed and stuff um, some kind of some kind of parking valet, like a like a like a remote parking valet. You know, all the clubs have valet. All the big clubs they have valet parking valets or whatever. But if you can make like some kind of, because a lot of these Airbnbs they don't have parking, you know. Or right. so if you have like a service that you can service Airbnbers whose places don't have parking, you can go pick up their car, park it at a spot that you can park on. You know, maybe I don't know, part local parking garage or whatever, where people can still go enjoy the Airbnb and not have to go drive offside and not take an Uber to their car. Like, I don't know. That's another idea I was thinking of where there's is challenging parking at some certain Airbnb places. Mm, that's a good one. I mean, it's all types of, it's so many picks and shovels right now that's needed, man. Cause yeah, I mean, it's so many things that are needed in the space and it's not there yet. I think it's going to come, but yeah, it's a lot that's needed. Like, even if you had like a, if you had like a valet service, that might be more on the luck side. You know what I mean? Um, and, and it's still crazy that no one has really figured out how to connect the Toro with the Airbnb yet. You know what I mean? It's still a pain to connect those two. And like, you know what? I, I think I know the solution to it, though. Mm. The solution to it needs to be an app. Like, you book this Airbnb. I don't know how you do it. You'd have to create a third-party app, right? You know how, like, you know how Priceline works and Google Travel works, right? If you book a flight, they'll say, "Hey, these rental cars are available in your area." We need like a, a what, what's it called, a share economy full scale site. You book this Airbnb in Grand Prairie. Here's all the rental car, all the Turo cars in Grand Prairie that are available. Here's check it out. Getting even further. Here's all the Uber drivers that are that drive the Grand Prairie area. Like if you had that and a full flow service and then the Grand Prairie Uber driver, and th- th- check it out. We don't even have to be on the damn app. 
The Grand Prairie Uber driver is alerted when you land to the at the airport. He picks you up, take you to the Airbnb. If you had a full blow service like service like that, bro, you would take billions, millions from like these big ass corporations. Mm. Like that, I think that's the way to answer the problem. The answer it has to be like a a one stop shop, just like Google does it. Like that's why Google's dangerous in the vacation rental space because I think Google can bridge that gap. Like when they're on these OTAs, like how Google has everything, you can book someone's vacation rental because Google already does it. Google vacation rental, and boom, now you're hooked up with all the rental car services. But let's say the rental car service was now Turo. Hmm. Yeah. If I was a Turo host, I'd be figuring out how to get my shit on Google. Hmm. No, that that, that makes that makes so much sense. Like, cause, cause to me. You know, just renting a tour to a random stranger, like especially if I wanted to get like a Camaro or a Mustang or something cool, you know, just to have me a cool car, but make money, make money for me as well. I've always wanted something like that kind of arrangement. But I'm like, man, it's going to be these young punks around here wanting to rent it all the time and rag it out. But if it's someone staying at an Airbnb, it's a family, a lot of uh, a lot of Europeans or people from South America when they come here, you know, because all their cars are little bitty, you know, one bangers. But they want to come here and rent something. Oh, American Muscle. That's what they want to do. You know, and they're not going to rag it out. They just think it's cool as hell. They'll send in all these pictures back. Look, I'm in a Mustang. I'm in a Camaro. You know, they think it's really cool, right? Those yeah. are the people I want renting my car. And if their family's renting my Airbnbs and they can also rent my, my you know, cool looking sporty car or whatever, that's a win-win. No, man. I think that I think that's a huge play. I think that's a huge play because I I, I always I always gotta tell you I'm always on Google and I'm just watching how they do stuff, man. Like even if you're going into an Airbnb, they have a place for you to book a flight. Like it's just everything streamlined. But yeah, what were we gonna say? I I, I want to do that, man. I've been on the fence about it so long. I want to do that. I mean, I know I can't create the app and stuff right now because you know it costs a lot of money to do something like that on that big scale, but. I want to try it out with one of my houses in Grand Prairie. And I want like one of the first two pictures to be of the Mustang or of the Camaro, right? Just sitting mm-hmm. there all looking pretty and like, you know, if you rent this Airbnb, you get a hundred dollars off renting this car or something like that, you know, yep. and they're going to have to rent it through Turo. Cause I don't want to back it with my own insurance and all that stuff. I want to still go through Turo, but if they rent it, the house, you know what I'm saying? And they want this car, it'll be there waiting for them. Or we can go scoop them up at the airport in it, or whatever you want, whatever we decide yeah. on. You know what I'm saying? But I think that would be a great perk. I think so too. I think the, I think you can do it through Google. I think you can do it through Google. It's a UX type software where you can link your Airbnb or your not your your short terminal. You can link it to these Turo drivers. Boom, or or these Turo these Turo cars. I'm pretty sure you can do it. See, but if Google, I think Google should get into the car renting space. That would be the more money is because they can insure it, insure it as well. You know what I mean? Because mm. I think Google is the dangerous player in that space. Dangerous. Well, they run the world, so. Straight up. <laughs> no, and I mean, they're already going to like these conferences, right? And the thing about like Turo the reason why cars don't get as much is because it's not real estate, right? You, cars lose value. But if you start linking those two, I think that's the next power move. Because we've been talking about this for years. We, we've been doing this podcast for like six years, and we ain't found nobody that has done it. 
And I'm like, I think it's just a lack of software. You need the software. I think Google has the software to do it. Hmm. Because everyone says, man, I got a Turo with my Airbnb, but the Airbnb people, the B people don't want the uh, Turo. They actually want something else or it's never available. So it's like you got to link it up. Now, was it? I think Jesse did something like that, though, right? Who? Jesse who? Jesse Vos- uh, Vasquez. Um, I'm not sure. It was, it was somebody that was on that hosted a lot of travel nurses, stuff like that out of California. And, and um, it was either Jesse or Rafa. Rafa, it might have been Rafa. Anyways, they would have a car at the place for the travel nurses to use, right? Okay. But it wouldn't be through Turo because he he I don't know. Either they took a too big of a chunk or he did they had he didn't want it to be a hassle for them. They had to get a Turo app and do all yeah. that stuff. So he made it where they could rent it from him directly and he had to go <laughs> and get a, a car insurance place to draw him up uh, a special type insurance for him to do that. He said it costs a lot of money for that type of insurance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, commercial. But yeah. So, so he was, um, he had to do that. And, and um, in order to get to rent something, something that he could have to, for travel nurses, but I'm cool with, uh, you know, people renting it through Turo since it is becoming a bit more popular now than it was back then. And so I think a lot more people are, are, are hip to Turo. So I'm gonna try that at one of my houses, and I'm gonna get my cool Camaro. I could use, you know, sometimes too, yeah. for business business purposes only. That that's an interesting play right there, man. I, I want to see. Let me know how that works because I'm interested in doing something like that, man. Like I really want to see how you can mesh those two together. Because I mean, man, I think that's there's a lot of money to be made in that. Or even if you just linked up with all, that's all I was saying. Like if you had the software to just link your short term rental property to all the Turo hosts, right? So like, hey, they select the dates, they book the Airbnb, boom, now you're shot over. Hey, do you need a rental car? They push yes, bam, all the rental cars in that area off Turo come up. It's just, that's how TripAdvisor gets all their, yeah. their flow. It's through Google. Kayak does that too. They want to yeah. rent you the car, the hotel, and the flight. They yeah. want to do all three for you. And all they're doing is using the different services. See, and I don't think... See, and I think that's where the hotel industry lays a lot of their money, right? They keep Airbnb out of that space. Like, bro, you ain't coming to Google. Like, they, <laughs> For real, like they got the guns up. Like you ain't coming over here. And so, mm. but the smart hosts are on Google because they know how to, I'm not about to be controlled by Airbnb. And that's the Airbnb's, another part of Airbnb's downfalls. You know, a lot of hosts are willing to go outside of them. You know, we talk about it all the time. You know, we're willing to go outside of them for our advertising, et cetera. Hmm. So, yeah, I think it's a lot of moves. I love that. Yeah, you gotta look. You gotta be able to pivot, man. Because saturation comes to every every business, every type of business. So it's um, yeah. no ex- Airbnb is no exception. Yeah, uh, cool, man. It's been a great show. We touched yeah. touched some cool stuff today. I I, I got really excited. Uh, where yeah. can people find us, Micah Man? Find us on Instagram, TikTok. Since the email info at live thrive.com, Mike at live that thrive.com, Steve at live that thrive.com. Send us a review, like, rate us, subscribe, hit that subscribe button below if you're watching on YouTube. And thank you for continuing to be a listener. We are out. Peace. Later. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live Let Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye bye.